And welcome to episode number 26 of the Illini Basketball Podcast. I hope it's 26. I'm not sure about the number, but you wrote down 26. So I'm I think it's 26. I tried looking at the last one. It's been a while, you know. So Well, I can check right now just to Pretty make sure, sure it's that it's the correct figure. And it is 26. All right, we're good. Good. So I didn't, I didn't mess up the intro completely other than rambling <laughs> off to the instead side. Of, instead of just keep going on and on like this, sure. Yeah, um, well, yeah. I got a couple more, you know talking points here that i'll start with which is uh this is the first one that we've done since may 16th which was 23 days ago uh which isn't bad as you said earlier off recording you know that there's not much to talk about so not a lot of action right now so uh you know we just we we got some recruiting news some things like that but nothing of significance as i would say but Enough. We just want to make sure you guys keep coming back, you know, back, you know, once the season starts again, we'll be full bore. Yeah. So, uh, so I wanted to say real quick, I don't know if you wrote this down on here. I didn't really look all the way through it because, uh, <laughs> you know, got a lot of stuff to do. Got a lot of stuff uh, going on. I understand. Um, Sean D. Brown, I think, hadn't committed before or uh, around the last time that we recorded. I don't know if he had committed by then. But uh, I think he might have committed the day we did it, possibly, yeah, or the day after. It was close to there. I just um, he went to Michigan. I think we all knew that was going to happen within the last twenty four hours before he committed. When he announced that he was going to do it, I think we all knew he was going to go to Michigan. And uh, not cool. Good luck. Have fun. I um, hate to say it, but I have a, a strong feeling, and I don't want to act like I'm really in the know here. I'm just kind of throwing something out there, so don't really take this as me like knowing things but i have a feeling we're going to see a couple of uh, recruiting violations headed the way of michigan very very soon you think in the next few years yeah it seems a little sketchy down there <laughs> they, they seem to pick up guys uh last minute but yeah i think that a lot of people have said that on social media like every time michigan gets somebody they always mention potential recruiting violations from the uh juan howard regime regime i should say mm-hmm. there so Interesting. I don't know, but uh, a couple of old news items. Nick Irvin of Mac Irvin Fire, which is a uh, AAU team or something like that, right? Yeah, and he coached at Morgan Park, too. Yeah, one of the keys to the new pipeline from Chicago took an assistant coaching job at Western Illinois on May 14th. Um, So that's that's, uh, a big news for the Illini based on them, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, I think he was very instrumental in Io coming to Illinois. He was very instrumental in Adam Miller coming to Illinois. Um, and then after he made this announcement, Isaiah Barnes, um, who we've talked about a little bit, uh, announced that he's transferring from Morgan Park to go play at Simeon. So uh, I I don't know what's going on there, but uh, – from what I saw, this gives Simeon the two best player, 2021 players out of Chicago Public Schools um, with uh, Isaiah Barnes and Ahmad Bynum, who has already committed to DePaul. That's a mistake. <laughs> and then uh, the top 2022 uh, recruit, Jalen Drain, who I couldn't find any offers that he even has out there, but uh, apparently, apparently Simeon's going to be loaded. Well, Simeon, if they get to put, if they get to play basketball, Simeon, I mean, they're really like over the last however many years, they've just had so many uh, good players come out of there. I think Jabari Parker came out of there, uh, Darren mm-hmm. Rose, um, Taylor Horton yeah. Tucker was there, Kendrick Nunn. They've had a lot of players that have 
um, especially like a line players like Dion Thomas, Nick Anderson uh, went there as well. So Simeon's a uh, their really, powerhouse, really good. Yeah, just and they're just. I mean, Morgan Park's the same way. Um, they probably would have won another state championship this year if they would have had the tournament. But. So is a mod Bynum um, a five star? No, I think he's like a three. Um, okay, I was gonna I, say I didn't, I didn't really look into him once I saw that he already committed to DePaul. So uh, if I'm a five star, I'm not going to DePaul just for the kinda, record. Uh, he is a four star. He is. Uh, 64 nationally, shooting guard, 6-1, so not very tall. So, Well, I think uh, I've thrown more jabs at DePaul than almost every yeah. school on this podcast over yep. the last six months. Yep. He did have a, he did have an offer from Illinois, but uh, he also plays for Mac Irvin, so I'm guessing that's where Isaiah Barnes and them connected. Yeah. But, um, um, Let's just uh, go into the recruiting news. Uh, Brandon Weston picked up an offer from Michigan. As I said earlier, uh, Michigan, a little sketchy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I just – I saw that he, you know, announced this or whatever, so I just kind of want to throw it in there. We've talked a lot about Brandon Weston. Um, if he was going to, you know, change uh, classes, he said that he isn't. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, but, yeah, okay, he's got an offer from Michigan. It still hasn't popped up on Rivals for some reason, but he did announce it. So, so I feel like there's no other recruit that we've talked about more than Weston. I feel like if he doesn't go to Illinois, it's just a huge waste of time. So, <laughs> true, we're really true. counting on him going because oh, yeah. Um, and, but we were also talking about him coming this year. Is yeah, which would have been why we've talked about him. Would have been more, great more than these other guys. Um, I, I'm everybody else we're going to talk about is either 21 or 22. Um, so, uh, Kendall Brown or yeah, Kendall Brown. Uh, announced his top 10 and uh, Illinois was in it. Uh, Illinois seems to make a lot of these top 10, top 11, top 12s uh, of all these people. But, that they uh, don't get. Kendall Brown's a five-star from Wichita, Kansas, um, and he's the number one player in Kansas right now. Uh, the other schools that he has put in his top 10 are Baylor, Kansas, uh, the Ohio State University, <laughs> Maryland, Minnesota, Arizona, Marquette, Arkansas, and Virginia. So uh, a couple other Big Ten schools in there. Uh, I see him probably going to Kansas. Yeah, funny know. feeling he's going to go to Kansas. So yeah, a little bit so. surprised to not see Wichita State in there. Yeah, and maybe they didn't want him. I don't know. They're an extremely uh, good basketball school. Probably, I don't know if they're the second best basketball school in Kansas because Kansas State, they had a bad year last year. But uh, right. I don't know. I it's uh it's weird that like Kansas most of the players from Kansas and Kentucky and Duke aren't in state a lot of times. So maybe it'll be crazy and they'll end up going to Ohio State or somewhere like that. Hopefully he stays out of the Big Ten, but yeah, I'd, I'd, he's not I'd going to Illinois, not I guarantee it. In the Big Ten. So um they Illinois made an offer to uh Langston Love. Um or they <laughs> they made uh the top eleven, right? Yeah, they're not going to. May top 11. Uh, number three shooting guard nationally, number 24 overall. Uh, four star. It, from what I could find out, his top interests are Stanford, Texas, and UCLA. But like I said, just another guy that it, Illinois is making these, you know, top 10, top 11 lists. Um, they, they made a few more on some of these other guys. Uh, Illinois offered uh, Sam An- Anu Ayamid. <laughs> 
class of 2021, 6'11", 220, uh, 23rd ranked center. Uh, he, from what I could find, he wasn't ranked on 24-7 sports. He was a three-star in rivals. Um, he's from Pennsylvania, has offers from Baylor, Seton Hall, LSU, Memphis, and Providence. Uh, somebody did talk to him and he said that Illinois is a great program with great coaches. So, you know, unlike every other D one program out there. Yeah. I like, uh, I like all the compliments they receive and they don't go there, but uh, <laughs> right. it seems to happen more, but Hey, at least, at least people like them. Yeah. You know? Now, a big thing with him is he has the words or the letters A O or A Y O. He does of his last name. So I O it's gotta be a connection there somehow. It, maybe maybe we can make that work um he he from what i saw he looks kind of wet behind the ears is that what you call it when they're you know he needs some some help yeah so here's what i would say <laughs> if he's an unranked three-star and he has offers from those schools he's got to be a player he's, that like has I, I, potential yes i mean 6 11 220 i mean it reminds you a lot of kofi uh so maybe Maybe and when you start looking at these class of twenty twenty one guys, there's a lot of six eleven two twenty guys, and I, I think that you know hopefully they can land you know one or two of them a- after they show what they've done with Kofi. So, but they Illinois held I I try counting I think like twelve Zoom calls since the last time we've uh, did a podcast. So uh, I was just going to go over a few of them. Well. I went over – there were some that actually people t- talked to. There's some that, that – not a lot of information. But uh, Big Mac, as I'm going to call him, because I have no idea how to say Mac Arbor, E-Teen, um, he was quoted saying after his call, I'm very serious about Illinois. It's a great school and a great program. I talked to Coach Underwood and Aunt, Coach Antigua a lot. I want to achieve my goal of playing in the NBA and win a national title while I'm at it. Yeah, so. that's probably not going to happen. But I like the big words. I do. Hey, you know, maybe maybe he he can take us there. But um, so talk to him on Zoom. Brandon Weston had a Zoom call. Um, he like he said before, he is going to stay for a senior year. Um, but he did say about the Illini, we had a good meeting. They're a great bunch of guys. We seem to hear that a lot. Uh, <laughs> we discussed how the. We discussed how they plan to get me to the next level and contribute immediately. I am staying in 2021. So reaffirming that he's not going to reclass. Um, but anyway, I, uh, yeah, I'm, one more thing. I'm just waiting for one of these guys to say, yeah, I had a great call with Illinois. They're a bunch of uh, douchebags. Uh, <laughs> They're terrible. Yeah. I mean, maybe those are the guys that we don't have any, anything said from. Yeah, like Charles Bediaco or whatever. Uh, <laughs> He looks like um, he's probably going to go to Alabama, according to what I just looked up. But oh, really? Very good okay. player. Uh, Kendall Brown, who we just talked about earlier, um, Illinois did make their the, his top ten. Um, said that the Zoom went great. Got a got to learn a lot. Mostly how I'd be used. They showed me how I would be an impact. So. Okay, it's not like I was on the Zoom call, but what I would say is I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say they don't really know how they're going to use him because Underwood's offense is so weird. Yeah. But uh, they're probably just doing some stuff for show. Yeah, I'm sure that's what they tell everybody. I mean, that's that's how you recruit, right? Um, and then that's not how you use them, and then they transfer. It's kind of 
we've seen that a couple of times, haven't yeah. we? Um, big Zoom call, Jaden Hardy, which I don't think Illinois has a whole lot of chance of getting, but five-star has listed Illinois in his top 12. He's had 25 scholarships, um, so basically cut them in half. He's the number six player in the country, number one guard in the country. Uh, two guys have – two uh, non-fans, I guess, like – what do you call them? Professionals. <laughs> <laughs> um, have him going to have him crystal ball to Kentucky. Uh, so I don't think that Illinois has a chance at him, but they did have a zoom call with him. You know, Hey, how you doing? Thanks for uh, zooming me. How much weight do you think the recruits actually put on the zoom calls? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know how much different it is than in person. I mean, because I assume that, you know, the coaches would fly out and just see them at their houses. It's got to be a little bit awkward to do it Instead on of, Zoom. Right. Yeah, it's got to it's got to make it harder, I think. I mean, yeah. um, the next few guys, uh, I don't have – besides Davy Jones, uh, we talked about him last time. He has uh, trimmed down his schools to seven, uh, Illinois, uh, Pittsburgh, Oregon, Louisville, Houston, Maryland, and Clemson. Uh, currently the number 136 player in the country. We talked about him a little bit, how he uh, uh, plays a lot like Felice, a uh, little bit bigger guy. But uh, Illinois did make their final seven, but he was on a Zoom. Uh, the next guys, I just I just got their names and, uh, you know, kind of their their numbers. Uh, Mike Foster, 6'9", 220, power forward, number eight in the country. Langston Love, who we talked about earlier, he's a 6'4". Uh, 190 shooting guard, number 43 in the country. Duran, I assume is how you say this. Duran Holmes, 6'8", 195 power forward, number 30 in the country. Uh, Alex Chiku, is that how you say that? Looks right. Okay. 6'11", 200-pound power forward, number 25 in the country. And Charles Bidiaku, uh, 6'11", 215 center, number 21 in the country. So, a lot of big guys. We're talking to a lot of big guys for the class of 2021. So, well, it seems like they recruit guards pretty easily. Uh, yeah. So, I don't and, know. And they've kind of been on this, like, guard, guard center, guard power forward, like, swap every year. Like, you know, they got Io and, and the you know, the guys that are all gone now. But um, they got Io. <laughs> and, uh, and then, you know, they get Kofi. And now they're getting Adam Miller and Curbelo. Uh, they do have Hawkins coming in too, but they they seem to be on this transition to you know get one big guy and then go to the next one. So, but yeah, so a lot of Zoom calls going on. Uh, not a lot of talk on what anybody's doing though. So, uh, Illinois is making some top tens, top sevens, top whatever. Uh, maybe sometime soon they'll start committing, but who knows with everything. What do they have? One one commitment or two commitments in the year twenty twenty? I'd say. I think. Did Adam Miller commit in twenty twenty? Uh, yeah. And then Luke Goody committed. Luke Goody, yeah. Which he a lot of people forget. He, well, yeah, I, he, it happened. It's over. We, we moved on. Um, happened a long. But time. he had Luke Goody. Uh, I did see that he um, has been actively talking to other players, trying to get them to come. Uh, with him he's been actively talking to Kendall Brown uh, Big Mac and Jordan Nesbitt so he's uh, out there doing 
doing what he should be doing as a as a commit. We'll see. Yep. All right. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Rivals updated their latest top 150. Uh, the state is this the state of state Illinois. State of Illinois, yes, state of Illinois. <laughs> As six of the top 150 for the class of 2021, which is the most since there were eight in 2015, and uh, three of the six have already committed. None to Illinois, of course, because why would it be that way? <laughs> Correct. Um, yeah, and so I mean, still Illinois, still a great basketball state. Uh, it's it's keeping these kids in Illinois. Uh, however, class of 2022 only has two players in the uh, top 150, and that's the lowest since 2012 if it stays that way. So I don't think it'll stay that way. I think it'll get to at least four. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. Which uh, hopefully that's not a sign of basketball really falling off uh, in this state in the future because you look at like around the country, California has a lot of great places to play, Arizona, Virginia. I mean, there's a lot of great places to play compared. I mean, right. I still have Simeon and Mac Irvin and all that, all those different teams, AAU high school. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Chicago's a, a great place for, for high school basketball. I mean, they got yeah. a lot of players. So. And none of them go to Illinois. So that's fun. Uh, they're trying to change it. They're trying to change it. Brad yeah, Underwood and the boys. Uh, Chin Coleman. Yep. Not going right. to happen overnight. Transfer portal news. I don't know how to say this guy's name. Uh, I, it looks like both Gak to me. <laughs> I'm just going to um, say Gotch yeah. of Utah entered the transfer portal. Illinois has been in touch. He originally entered the draft, pulled his name, uh, six, seven guard from Minnesota, four star coming out of high school, uh, 10 points, three rebounds, and one assist as a sophomore. Reports hey. are saying that, yeah, Utah, uh, the reports are saying that Minnesota and Utah State with the front runner. So would he really go to where he's from or would he go to a rival school in Utah? I guess not, they're not really in the same conference, but Utah right. state, they have a solid basketball program. It, yeah, it sound, yeah. I don't know if it, if, if it's more of a comfort thing, like he wants to either move back home or stay, you know, I don't know how far Utah and Utah state are from each other, but maybe he likes it in Utah. Um, I don't know. Uh, he, they say that he's going to have a, you know, he's going to try to get a waiver or whatever, but he still has two years left. Uh, and, and he seems like a really good ball player, but I don't see Illinois getting him. It's just the only transfer news that we had. So we I'm throw, we throw everything out. out there for you guys. So, you know, you, you can know when, it, so when it does happen, you can say you heard it here first. I can confirm that Utah and Utah State are an hour 20 drive, hour an hour 55 minutes on a train, 26 hours to walk, seven <laughs> hours and 24 minutes on a bike. There you go. So, so, yeah, it's not too far. Maybe he'll walk. It'll take 26 hours. It's not bad. <laughs> we'll see. All right. Oh, Big 10 recruiting on Instagram. Yeah. I'm not sure what that means. Yeah, I don't this popped up in my news feed. Um they did a bracket of the top recruits for 2020. So, you know, they had had what a, a Michigan recruit versus Adam Miller and then it played out like a bracket just like basketball bracket or any other bracket. Um Curbelo and Miller were the only two from one team. They ended up in the final four against each oh. other. Miller beat uh Curbelo out and <laughs> And somehow, a seven-one center by the name of Hunter Dickinson <laughs> beat out Adam Miller. Um, so I don't know how good this kid is, but 
uh, a lot of a lot of the people on the Instagram were saying that it was rigged. Well, I'll tell you this: Hunter Dickinson sounds like a name from someone who was prominent in the 1770s. <laughs> so. He is a big dude, seven one, big fella. So, where's um, he from? Is he like from Michigan? Uh, you know, I didn't care enough to look it up. I bet Adam Miller would dummy him one on one. Don't care yeah. about his height. I mean, I mean, go look at it. He, he. I mean, he might be good, but you know, he's from Maryland. Kind of he does. He doesn't look like the greatest interest. basketball player. Like, I don't know. I guess if I was seven one, I'd be. But he had offers from Duke, Florida State, Notre Dame. So, I guess a big get for them. Seven two, according to two four seven, went to a Catholic school. Shocker. Ninety eight. So he's a nine eight four seven on two four seven. I wonder what they have Miller. He doesn't look very. Uh, maybe this is old video, but he doesn't look. Most athletic. Okay, so nine eight four seven on the composite score for Dickinson, nine eight eight six for uh, uh, Miller. So it's close, but they think Miller's better. He's thirty second on there. Dickinson is forty uh, first. So I, yeah, I don't understand how that's yeah. possible. Toss up. I don't know. It's really a lot of more, a lot of more Michigan fans on the gram than Illinois fans, I guess. Yeah, I'm not real worried about Instagram contests, to be quite <laughs> honest. But uh, yeah. that's just the way it goes. Um, yeah. Players could return for workouts June 1st. So is that like in the state of Illinois or in general? That's NCAA okay. uh, has has made that a motion. Um, so uh, they can start doing, they can start doing workouts. They can't actually start practicing. So. It sounds like there's going to be a season, but then again, it's like a lot of people are worried because I think with the stuff that you look at, like the virus, I think it'll slow down in the summer because of the heat. Right. Now, let me just say I'm not an expert, and I don't even know how many – there's so many fake experts out there, but I'm not an expert per se. I'm just going off of uh, – What you've seen. My expertise. <laughs> no, but uh, Yeah. And there could be a second wave in the winter and fall. That's been said a lot. I mean, that's the only way that I think there's not a season. But right. I think if we don't have it figured out on how to control it, because there's no way you can lock down states again. There's no way that's going to happen. No. There will be a revolt. And I, I, there's going to be a season, I think. And I think that there will be fans there. I don't think it'll be full capacity because that seems like it would be dumb, which right. is going to be weird for college basketball. But I and think It'll be weird in Illinois because, uh, you know, our governor, until there is a vaccine or a cure, which I don't, he, anyways. Yeah, there's no, um, uh, yeah. You can only have 50 people in a place. So I, who knows at this point? I think that, I think there'll be some sort of, see, I mean, if they play football, I think that they're going to play basketball, you yeah. know? Uh, there's so, no way that schools in the South are not going to play football this right. fall. Right. No way. And if they're already returning for workouts in June, I mean, we still got three or four months till football, I guess three months, and then five months until basketball. It's a lot of time. You got to have it yep. figured out by then. We'll if you happens. have a plan, you don't want to end up looking like Major League Baseball in this situation. So, yeah. Right, uh, right. People spotted Kofi returning on May 19th. The uh, NBA set the lottery date for August 25th and the draft for October 15th, which is – interesting because it's going to be tough crazy interesting i mean when does school start back yeah. you know i mean you're gonna to have to make a decision um i kofi's been uh 
and I only see the Instagram from people on Twitter that share his Instagram page, but he's been posting a lot about uh, being back at Illinois, being at home, quote unquote. Uh, so I, I, I really see Kofi coming back. I think that he's probably, you know, did his feelers and, and realizes that he needs to come back um, just to, just to get his game where it needs to be to play at the next level. Um, Io, however, uh, like I said before we started this, uh, he was he had a they did a like a Zoom meeting with him, uh, interviewed him about um, all the stuff, all the other stuff going on with the protests and all that. Um, and he just said why they were talking about it. He just talked about how he plans on playing in the NBA next year. So he hasn't officially said I'm not coming back, but he's pretty much said. I'm not coming back. I'm 95% sure Kofi's coming back. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm in the same boat on Kofi and I'm 95% sure IO is gone. So I would say 99% sure IO is gone because you don't just sit there and double down 74 times, especially knowing when the stuff is going to happen. Now. But why don't you, so, but the thing is, is it, so if there isn't a combine or there isn't a place where he can work out, which, which by now, I mean, things are starting to open up. I see them doing, you know, they're going to do something smaller like that. ones. Uh, so unless they're, in, I just don't understand why he still has it kind of left open. Um, why he hasn't just set a hundred percent committed. Uh, and, and it has to be because if he can't show his skills in a, you know, close setting with NBA scouts there, then does he get drafted? You know? I would say no. I mean, yeah. it would be really close, and it really depends on what teams want to go with what. I mean, you look at, like, uh, if there's a team up at around 45 or 50, which is towards the back end of the draft, I think a team like that in that area, especially if we don't see a chance for him to raise his own stock, I think mm-hmm. that a team like that would take a chance, just because he was, like, one of the best players in the Big Ten this year. I mean, yeah. think about that. Plus – Coming out of high school, he was a good recruit. He's got size. The only real problem in his game that you can look at that he hasn't really shown uh, very good at in the at the college level would be his consistency of his shot. Yeah, and I think he's done everything else pretty well and good enough to get drafted. I mean, if yeah. someone like Cassius Winston, who yeah, Cassius Winston had four years there and he was very good, but I mean, I think Io could be a better pro than Winston to be honest. Yeah, oh, I agree. Um, just with his length and and uh, his quickness, I, I think that he could definitely be. Um, I think that Illinois fans should be happy that we got I.O. for two years. Um, sad that this year ended like it did and we didn't get to see him play in the tournament. But but the fact that he even came back for his sophomore year, you know, I, I don't think a lot of people saw that coming. Uh, so, I, so, honestly, I even if he doesn't get drafted, I see him staying in the G League or doing something like that. Yeah, he should. And uh, you look at what Io did this year. I mean, the Michigan game at Michigan when he hit the buzzer beater, the Penn State game, the Michigan State game sucked because I really think that he would have won that. Uh, And there was just so many good moments for him this year and in the two years really overall. But it really, really sucks that he didn't get to play in the tournament. Yeah, yep. But there, there's a lot of kids that didn't get to this year, you know. It's so. true. I mean, you look at someone like Lamar Stevens, played four years at Penn State, was one of the best players <laughs> in their school history, and didn't get to play in it once. Right. 
Right. Anyway, uh, House of Pain gets ranked seventh in the TBT early rankings, uh, and they announced some very weird things, apparently, uh, <laughs> according to the text messages I received. But What's so weird about it? Oh, uh, well, they did announce what they're going to do. Uh, 24 teams, 10 days, one location. So this thing is going to get played. Um, I did see that there's like 150 schools that have applied to this or teams or I don't even know. I don't even know if it's schools anymore because we'll get into that in a minute. Um, but uh, I would say with Illinois being in the top 10 of the rankings that they have a pretty good chance of playing in it. But uh, so they announced they had made three announcements since we were gone. Two of them were today. Um, Corey Bradford, uh, if you guys, if anybody remembers him, the all-time leading three-point shooter from Illinois. He uh, played back in 1997. you remember that, Ethan? Absolutely not. <laughs> 41 years. He's 41 years old, 18 years of professional experience. Um, I think it's a good pickup as a leadership point. Um, I don't know what his game's like anymore. I mean, I assume that he can still shoot to three. You know, you don't really lose that. So uh, I think that it's, it's going to be great for the team. I don't know how much he's going to play, but I, I think it's good that he's there. Um, they also announced a kid. Okay. I'm going to call him a kid. He's your age uh, by the name of Matt Mooney. You ever heard of him? I think I have. I just don't, I, I mean, uh, he plays in the NBA. So yeah, I think you know. I've heard of him, but uh, he's, he went to Texas tech. He's a Texas tech alum. He is from Wakanda, Illinois. Oh, Matt um, Mooney. Yeah. And now he plays uh, with the Cleveland Cleveland Cavaliers. That's, Didn't he play for the uh, Texas Tech team that went to the championship? I think so, yes. And like his Twitter he, and name he is lit it up. Uh, Moonswag. Moonswag. That's, That's a weird him. name. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, apparently, you don't have to be <laughs> an alum to play. That's I don't, I don't very even know. weird. I don't even know how this thing works anymore. They probably and couldn't it, even fill out a real roster, though, without, because, like, what alums are actually going to play? Why doesn't Darren Williams play? What the hell are we doing? <laughs> true, true. Um, and then they added Kyle Vinales, uh, who played D1 ball at Central Connecticut. I looked him up. He scored like 20 – he averaged like 22 points his sophomore year at Central Connecticut. Um, but he has played overseas with Michael Finke and Malcolm Hill. So, apparently has – that connection is why he's playing. I Like I said, I don't – I, I it completely blew my mind when they announced two guys not from Illinois. So <laughs> I I really don't know what's going on anymore. I'm still excited to watch it. They did say that they're gonna they're gonna try to add another big before uh, Kofi. Wait, do you have to <laughs> do you have to be you have to be graduate because you make money. It's you can make like oh yeah hundred thousand dollars. He and Sibley would try to throw him in prison for that. <laughs> um, they got Feliz right last last yes. time we yeah okay. So Joe Lenardi who I who. My honest feelings on him is his, you know, his your bracketology favorite, sucks. Favorite guy. But, oh. <laughs> uh, his way too early bracket, which means absolutely nothing. But like we said, slow news cycle. You got to throw some stuff on there. Uh, he puts Illini at a nine seed and eighth in the Big Ten, which is a joke to me. So, and I don't know if this is with Kofi or without. Uh, I could see this without Kofi. This would make sense. I think if Kofi's back, Illinois is looking, has a chance to win the Big Ten. If they're not in the top six of the Big Ten this season, I will quit the podcast. Okay. So, pretty You'll confident in that. Write it down, folks. I mean, it's going to happen, so I don't even need to write it down. Yeah. Anyways, I just wanted you to 
complain about Lenardi. That's the only reason. Well, that you got to do, you got to do what you got to do. At least it's not Andy Katz because <laughs> he true. is the worst. Yeah, he'd probably have Illinois winning it though. There's very and then, few... he, and then he'd jump off the bandwagon and then he'd say yeah. that he was on the bandwagon the whole time. And then he does this whole bracketology thing and he thinks he's right about it, whatever. But there's very this few is, This is why we can't get people on our podcast. Exactly. This, this is how you talk about it. Well, there's very few bracketologists that I respect, so... Yeah, it's a tough one. You uh, being one of them, that's. The I problem. very much respect myself in that regard. <laughs> now the problem is, if if we wanted to get one of these guys, I think we could because I think some people want to get on confrontation, uh, try to convince me that they don't suck. I mean, true. That'll true. happen once my opinion matters to other people. Well, that'll be a long time. Um, got time. I don't know what this means. Align. Uh, Twitter. Yeah, I, I, Illinois basketball just tweeted out these stats. Brad Underwood retweeted it today. I was just throwing it out there for something because I thought it started seg- for content. Segwayed into the next thing that we're going to talk about uh, for yeah. a little bit. But uh, Illinois basketball, eighteen hundred and eleven wins all time, seventeen Big Ten championships, sixty three point nine percent winning percentage. I think is what that says. I don't know math. Um, 30 NCAA tournament appearances, 103 All-Americans, 73 draft picks, five Naismith Basketball Hall of Famers. I went to the wiki. The wiki says six. However, the wiki has Bill Self in there, so I'm pretty sure that uh, Illinois said no to that one. I don't really know. Um, And it's the 11th ranked men's basketball program of all time, according to the AP in 2017. Who are the five Hall of Famers? Oh, old guys. Eddie Johnson. I don't know. I looked it up and I didn't know any of them, so I just moved on. Well, that's just Manny. The way it goes. Somebody um, was the last one, 2017. So there's no like coaches other than Bill Self. Uh, there might have been one other coach. Uh, I might have to look now. You're killing me. Well, it's a uh, time filler, you know. Even though this has been over 30 minutes, I we guess. We are over 30 minutes. Didn't think that would happen, but uh, that's what We're happens. Moving and moving and shaking. I don't know how to find it, dude. Well, uh, I don't, I, you know, just the way it goes. Let's get into the last part, which is the uh, all-time starting five plus a sixth man, which I think we have a differing opinion here. I looked up some list in the internet just to get an idea of what people are thinking. I didn't copy anything. I don't okay, think. Okay, I got it. You ready? Here right, we go. Ahead. 1960, Henry Porter. 1961, Andy Phillip. 1971, Abe Saperstein. 2004, Jerry Colangelo. Okay, I know 2017, that. Manny Jackson. 2017, Bill Self. So I know Colangelo. And he he's probably come up on a podcast because remember at the Grand Canyon game, I think he was there because he does something with GCU. Sounds right. Yeah, so we've probably yeah, talked about him before. Down there. Yep. All right. All-time starting five plus a sixth man. Uh, I went with three guards and two forwards, so we'll find out. Um, your top guard is who? My top guard is D. Brown. I also went with D. Brown, who was uh, a fixture of the lineup from 02 to 06. He was on some very, very good Illini teams. Yeah, and he he led a lot of those teams in stats, um, so – absolutely um, no-brainer pick absolutely number two i got darren williams uh darren williams. <laughs> i've seen some lists that didn't have him so really which See, is the thing about the thing about darren williams is that he could take over a game 
when he needed to. He wasn't he wasn't flashy. He wasn't you know, but but when you needed him, he would show up. Yeah, um, I mean, I didn't. I don't remember that much of them live. I guess. I mean, I've watched a lot of the uh, old games. I guess they're called now from fifteen years ago. Mm-hmm. Especially the last few months, I've watched a lot of those games. Uh, you look at the Arizona game in the tournament, no five. He hit that huge three. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, that's another no-brainer pick in my opinion. I don't know why some people didn't have him, but uh, – Yeah, I, I, that does surprise me. All right, who's your third player? Uh, my third player is Frank Williams. This is where we see a bit of a disagreement. Um, <laughs> I went with Nick Anderson from – Okay. 87 to 89, he was uh, the so-called engine of the flying Illini teams, and he played two seasons at Illinois. He averaged 17 points and seven rebounds. I think that he was just so good, and he was on some good teams too. And I think that yeah, helps. he was, and, and I think those guys are all inter- interchangeable. That Kendall Gill and you know yeah. those guys were just they were just a great team. Um, I just went with Frank Williams just because I I still remember him playing it. A lot of a lot of mine were were guys that I remember watching play um so that that kind of swayed me a little bit uh frank williams was just one of those guys that kind of did it all um so uh was a big fan of him well i hate to say this and i feel like it might be a little bit controversial that i say this and uh, some people might not if people that are former players listen to this podcast and they might not like what i'm about to say but if i were going off players that i remembered playing they would suck because illinois sucked for a long time (laughs) but anyway that's true. It goes. All right. So no, I get you. You have Deion Thomas at the four. Um, and I, I, I do. also have, I have him, but I have him at the five just because we didn't pick the same, didn't pick the same other guy. forward. Yeah. So we both um, have Deion Thomas. Deion Thomas. Yeah. All time leading scorer. Uh, I have had conversations with one of my buddies in the past. Uh, Deion Thomas doesn't make his list. I don't know. We didn't talk about starting five. We talked about, you know, greatest of all time. Um, just because of all the controversy around Deion Thomas and, you know, all that Bruce Pearl mumbo jumbo. And, you know, there was a lot of talk about not legally getting him or whatever. You know what I mean? Well, it's just the way it goes, I guess. Uh, hey, you know, they're going to be like Michigan in a little while. Yeah. Uh, yep. That's the way it looks. All right. So, uh, who's your last player in the starting? Uh, this one's probably going to irritate people. Uh, and, and they're probably going to say that I'm a moron and, and stupid and, you know, call me whatever you want. But my last one is going to be Kofi Coburn because if I am having an all-time starting five, I want a guy like Kofi sitting in the middle just disrupting everything. And I know it's a little extreme because he's only played one year, but but – he absolutely and the same guy that I was talking to about the starting five, Adam Osmus, he listens to the pod quite a bit. Uh he's longtime listener, you know, twenty-six yeah. episodes in. Yeah. But uh we were talking about it on Saturday, and you know, everybody talks about Brad Underwood and what he did to this team and how he changed it up and you know, made the team so much better. Brad Underwood didn't do that. I'm sorry. Kofi Coburn did that. And it'll be interesting if Kofi doesn't come back what kind of defense Illinois run will run next year, uh, you know, how the, how it's going to work because it was, it was pack it in, pack it in, but you can pack it in when you have Kofi, when you don't have Kofi, what are you going to do? We're going to find out if Kofi doesn't return how good of a coach Brad Underwood is. 
I agree so, with that. Yeah. But I wouldn't put him in my starting five because That's I don't. Fine. You don't have to. I didn't really go at this from a real strategic standpoint, I guess. Uh, <laughs> okay. Both of my guys at the four and five are six, nine. So yeah. I went with uh, Brian Cook, uh, nice. 9903, Big Ten Player of the Year in 2003, which matters to me. And I yeah. mean, Brian Cook was a baller. Uh, I, I, I actually got to watch him in high school. I think I've probably told this story before. I got his autograph uh, at the, I think it's called the BOS Center now. But uh, walked up to him, and his mom's like, "Hey, look, Brian! These little boys want your autograph." <laughs> and so we got his autograph. I don't know where it's at. I think my buddy Quinn still has it. But uh, <laughs> so yeah, Brian Cook is a great one. He would have been. He would have been up there for me. He averaged twenty points, seven rebounds in that year that he won uh, Player of the Year. And um, the only problem with Brian Cook is I thought he shot too many threes. So let me uh, just uh, just take a gander at his three point. Shooting totals. He shot 27 for 89 in 2003. Yeah. 30%. He was a very low percentage three-point shooter. 89 is way too many for a guy that's 6'9". That sounds right to me, unless they're... And he has won, uh, he's won an NBA title. Like, they went his rookie year at, with the Lakers, didn't they win an NBA title? I think he I'll sat it on the bench, but... Uh, Pretty sure that he here are his accolades at Illinois. So 2002 03 Big Ten Player of the Year, 02 03 All Big Ten, two time All Big Ten Tourney, uh, 1999 2000 Big Ten Rookie of the Year, and he's a Big Ten Tournament MVP. Yeah, I you know, I guess I just forgot how good he was in the in college because his NBA career wasn't stellar, was it? I guess it wasn't bad. Well, uh, he 14.7 played... points a game. That's respect. Yeah. But he didn't play like at the beginning, like when he first got in. Yeah, he played 35 games his first year. And then he started playing a little bit more. So, Well, he went into a good situation with the Lakers. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, yeah, then, I, I like that pick. I like that pick. So, six man, we went the same direction on this one. Did we? Luther Head. I really had nowhere else to go. Uh, all, all the time, Luther Head. Luther Head, I mean, he, he almost got into – he almost got into my starting five. So. I wouldn't go that far for myself. Well. I, uh, I thought he was good, <laughs> but my opinion of him, at no fault of his, I would say, diminished a little bit when his brother was terrible. <laughs> that uh, that hurt a little bit. Yeah, true. His brother was supposed to be bit more athletic than him, and he was quite a disappointment. Which in that era of Illini basketball was pretty much all disappointment. So yeah, there was a long, long line of disappointment. Then, so so like with that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, so guard wise, like how close do you think Io would be on a list like this? <laughs> Man, fourth or fifth guard? Maybe. Maybe I'd have to. I'd have to look at guards because I think that he would be behind. Which I didn't really watch the flying line. I was only four years old, but I think he would be be behind. You know, two or three of those guys. Nick Anderson, obviously. Correct. Um, Correct. Well, the problem is that out of all the teams that I've ever rooted for. Illini basketball history is probably what I know the least about. 
yeah, it's hard for me to uh, really learn college sports history. I don't know. It's just weird the way it all works. Yeah. Because the yeah. players aren't there for that long. And then you got to go, the stats are lower because they don't score as many points. Yeah. And basketball's a, basketball is a funny sport like that. I mean, you look at basketball in the 60s and 70s, and it was not fun to watch, you know. Yeah. All, <laughs> all right. So. Well, that's going to wrap up episode 26. Make sure to rate, like, subscribe, all that stuff. That Yeah, and let us know uh, your starting five. If you if you listen to this and you, you follow us on Facebook or Twitter, give us your starting five all and time. We'll go over them in episode 27 if we remember. <laughs> yeah, if anybody comments. <laughs> I think you'll probably receive a couple text messages from people who listen. Yeah, sounds good. So we'll, we'll see. Um, I think that we'll probably be back – Maybe one more time before the end of June. Hopefully we get some NBA draft news on Iowa or Kofi by then, and we can do another podcast, maybe do another mailbag type thing if we can get any questions for that and do episode 27 before the end of June, then a couple in July. And then we'll really start hitting the ground running to get ready for the next season. So Sounds good. Yeah. All right. We'll be back uh, very soon for episode number 27. Later.